Nation. We're here with John Pack, professional golf player. How are you, John? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Good, good, good. What are you doing? Where are you? Uh, I'm in Tallahassee right now. I was just, uh, just practicing, came back from the Rocket Mortgage out in Detroit on Saturday and uh, just getting back to work and ready for uh, the Barbersaw next week. So first of all, why golf? I mean, a lot of parents, when they're young, they bring their kids into sports like basketball or soccer. Why did you pursue golf? So for me, um, golf actually isn't my favorite sport. I'm a huge basketball fan. I see you got all those jerseys in the back. I love it. Um, but uh, my brother, who's nine years older than me, picked it up when he was 15. And when I was six, it kind of just tagged along. And then, uh, yeah, I just started, started playing because he was playing. So you grew up in New Jersey, but decided to move to Florida. I'm guessing to train. What was the decision like with your family? Uh, it was pretty tough. Um, a lot of sacrifices had to be made. Uh, my dad sold two of his businesses and, you know, he, he put, you know, a lot of eggs in one basket and sending me to Florida. And um, I didn't want to do it at first, but, you know, my parents kind of described and like kind of told me why this would be one of the best decisions um and looking back on it now it was you know I, I wouldn't be the golfer I am right now without moving down south and being able to play golf all year round so did you move with your family or did you move alone and go to a prep school I moved with just me and my dad and we did not go to prep school I was homeschooled and uh just joined a club and just was practicing all the time I'm guessing it was a big weather change but what was it like not being able to I'm guessing go to parties, meet new friends in, in school and just not have the social platform that you did before. Yeah, yeah that was that was really tough. Um, I didn't have a lot of friends growing up in high school. I was kind of just doing my own thing. I, I did make a lot of friends on the golf course, which is nice. So, you know, all my closest friends are, you know, in the golfing world. Um, but, yeah, I kind of missed out on that childhood high school life, which, you know, it, it kind of sucks. But, but like I said, um. I'm definitely a lot better because I've made that decision to move down to Florida. What do you think were the key aspects that helped you improve as a player? Was it your driving? Did you focus on anything in, in Florida? I think, you know, for four months of the year when you're in Jersey, you can't really practice any short game, like chipping, putting, all that stuff. And uh, I think that's what really got better when I went to move to Florida. You know, my short game got way better. My putting got way better. I was always like a solid ball striker. So I think, you know, the combination of, you know, being a good ball striker and then working on my putting and chipping, you know, really helped shape my game to where it is now. So after high school, you decided to stay in state and join the Knowles. What was it like committing to Florida State and why Florida State? Yeah, I uh, committing to Florida State was probably one of the best decisions in my life because they've got all the resources out here to get, make you a better player. Um, that's probably the main reason I chose, chose Florida state was because the coaches, the facilities, you know, just the name of Florida state has a lot of meaning to it. You know, our football program, all, all our whole athletic department is just incredible. So you just know that you can get better there. You know, they've produced golfers like Brooks Kepka, Daniel Berger, Jonas Blix. You know, a lot of great players have come out of there and like, you know, that, that has to mean something. And I think a big part of that is because of the coaching and, you know, just the resources we have to get better here. Probably one of the most decorated athletes in FSU history. 
You've been placing names against names like Jack Nicholas and Phil Mickelson. Do you feel any sort of pressure when you graduated and started to play? Um, you know, not really. Um, it is tough to live up to expectations. Um, that's something, you know, I always try to work on is just, you know, make sure, you know, golf's already as hard as it is. You know, you don't want to put that unnecessary pressure and expectations on yourself. So um, it is there lurking around in the back, but I try not to think about it too much. So, you know, I just got to go out there and play my game. That's that's really all you can do. So um, I can you, you can also use it as confidence, you know, like I've done these things. So, you know, if I've done these, like I should be good. You know, I, I should like it shows that I've, I've worked, you know, really hard to get to this point. So, you know, like I, I can use it as, you know, kind of confidence in that sort of way. So you've won accolade upon accolade every single year that you've been at FSU. Which one do you think was your favorite or the most honorable? I, th I think the Hogan Award or the Nicholas Award, just because, <laughs> I mean, all three of the, the Haskins, Nicholas, and Hogan Award, they're all special because the Haskins, that means, you know, people voted on you to be the best golfer. So that's really special. The Hogan Award, um, you know, that one, it was like a luncheon and no one really knew who was going to win it. You know, we all dressed up and, you know, it was kind of like the, the Heisman for, for college golf. And then obviously the Nicholas award, having Jack Nicholas there to, to give you the award, that's really special. So, I mean, it's hard to pick between the three of those, but you know, all of them were, you know, meant a lot to me. I know this is a difficult question, but what do you think would be the highlight of your FSU career? Like what match do you still look at the highlights and go, wow. Um, I want to say my sophomore year winning the ACC championship. Um, that was a really tight one because it came down to like the 17th hole of the final day. Um, I made like a good par save and that's kind of when I knew I, I had it. Um, you know, we've only had two FSU golfers that have won the ACC championship, me and Jonas Wicks. So it's pretty special to be the second one to do that. And, you know, it's just, ACC is a very strong conference in golf and just to be known as, or, you know, be the best player in the conference, really, you know, that's, that's really special. So although you saw a lot of success early in your career, your freshman, sophomore, and the beginning of your junior season, your junior season was cut short due to the pandemic. How do you think that helped you or hurt you as a player? Um, COVID I think had a lot of good, you know, impacts on my life because, you know, help me get into the U S open. A lot of other things, like I was still in Florida, golf courses were still open. So I was able to get better, work hard. And, you know, it was hard to stay motivated through that time, but um, you know, it was just, just the fact that I was fortunate to be in a spot where I was able to get better playing tournaments, you know, got into the U S open. Um, obviously it sucked getting your season cut short, but um, I think that, you know, having that and being as motivated as I was, you know, COVID kind of helped me out in that sort of sense. Yeah. I mean, it was different for different athletes. You have some of the athletes that said, Oh, I don't have practice anymore. So I don't need to train. I don't need to do any of that. Mm -hmm. And then other athletes that trained themselves and kept progressing. And I'm guessing that you, that was you. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely, you know, had the resources to, to work on my game here and I took advantage of that. 
So in a previous interview, you said that some of the best advice you've ever gotten was a quote called no pain, no gain. How do you think that quote takes you on from in the field and your everyday life? Yeah. So in golf, you know, it's, I, I still don't like practicing. So, you know, it, it's, it's just a grind, but I like getting better. So that's a big way of saying like, no pain, no gain. Like you don't have to, if you don't work for it, you're not going to get better. So, you know, I, I get out there, get my work done. I feel like I've gotten better that day. So that's kind of my way of thinking of, you know, no pain, no gain. So my dad always mentioned that to me. Um, so I think that's a big, you know, a big take for me, you know, just, you gotta, you gotta work hard to get better. I'm a true believer in that. So you didn't like practicing golf. Did you ever practice basketball, which you said was your favorite sport? No, I, I'm not good. I just don't have the time. I would love to go out there and shoot some hoops and work on the game. My shot's awful. So <laughs> I, I would, I want to get better, but it's just, it's, it's a big risk for injury. And just, I, I just don't want to, don't want to risk anything like that. Yeah. That's for later on in your career or when you were retired. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what do you think the biggest goals are in professionally? Um, I want to, obviously I've, I've made, I kind of make big goals, small goals and like little goals, just like, uh, you know, big goals is obviously I want to win a major, preferably the, the masters. I think that's, that's every golfer's dream is just to win the masters, but I want to have a, you know, full status on the PGA tour by within the next two years, hopefully the end of this year, I can do something special and, you know, get through a couple of tournaments and hopefully get, um, status for next year. But if not, you know, there's a little stepping stones in golf and, you know, there's no reason why you should skip that unless I'm playing really good. So nothing to worry. I'm not too worried about that. So yeah, just a couple of small goals is, you know, I want to have a long sustaining career on the PGA tour. I think that's, that's what everyone wants when, you know, they're playing professional golf. Say you do get status for the next couple of years. What would it mean to you to beat some all-time greats like Tiger, Mickelson and Brooks? Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Just to be in the same sentence as beating Tiger Woods or beating Phil or Brooks. Yeah, that's, that's really special. And, you know, that's what I've worked my whole life for. So, you know, I just, that would mean a lot to me. Yeah. You said before that Tiger Woods has always been your favorite player. What has he meant for you and how do you think he's impacted the game of golf? Um, Tiger, I've met him twice and he's been super nice to me. Um, I've enjoyed talking to him. He's given me some advice, um, but just the, the fact that he's been so dominant in his career is just so awesome to watch. You know, it's like growing up and watching MJ or growing up and watching, you know, LeBron or someone it's you just grow up loving, you know, them. And it kind of makes you find a new sort of respect for the game, a new love for the game. So watching Tiger dominate and come have those struggles and then come back and win the Masters in 2019. That just shows you that he's human and he was able to do that. And that kind of shows me that, you know, not everyone's perfect. And, you know, it shows me that I could also do that if he can do that. So, um, yeah, Tiger's, Tiger's the GOAT, man. 
How do you think Trey Jones and the staff there at FSU has helped you prepare for the professional stage? Yeah, so I think we have the best coaching staff in all of college golf. You, you look at the, the history of Florida State golfers, a lot of them gradually have gotten better throughout the years. I know my scoring average didn't show because our senior year, we probably played the toughest schedule, but I think every year I've gotten a little bit better. And there's a lot of guys on our team that have had the same thing. You know, they, we just have the resources. We just have the coaching staff that know what they're doing to, to really create some good golfers here. So I think, you know, we have the best program in, in college golf. We've seen the payout for some of the tours, like the U.S. Open and the PGA Tour, and the championship rise every year. What do you think you'll do with your first million-dollar purse? Uh, I haven't thought about that, really. I'm, a, I'm not a big, flashy guy. I don't want to, like, go out there and spend a million because I have it, you know. But, you know, I, I would like a car right now. I'm kind of – I don't have a car right now, so – a nice car would be pretty sick. Yeah, I mean, all those football players, they, they try to get their, their moms a house, what do they say, or or they, they get drafted and automatically they buy that Lambo. But I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, I'm just, I'm waiting a little bit. We'll figure it out when I when that comes around. So FSU has been known as, an, as a golf powerhouse with names like Hubert Davis, Jeff Sluman, and Brooks Kepka. Where do you think you'd rank yourself? in terms of FSU grades? Give me the top five cough grades at FSU. That's tough. I can give you some names if you want. Uh, obviously, I think you got to throw those three guys in there. I think there's a guy named Nolan Hank who's yeah. also got – are we talking about professional career or amateur careers? Amateur. Amateur? Well, then if you think about it, probably – um, me, Brooks, Jonas, Blicks. Daniel's only played two years, so I don't know if that 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 kind of that has to affect it. But he does have the second lowest scoring average in history, so I think I think you got to put him in there. It's tough because those guys back when they played in you know the eighties or something. Golf was a whole different game back then. So it's like kind of trying to compare LeBron and uh, MJ. You know, this it's just a different game. People are getting more athletic. Golf's evolving. So, you know, Nolan Hanks obviously won eight times. I'm not really sure how good Jeff Sluman was back in at Florida State, but I'd go like me, Brooks, Jonas, Berger, and you have to go with the wins leader, Nolan Hank. I just wanted to make sure that you put your name there because confidence is key. <laughs> yeah. For sure. You said LeBron and Jordan a couple of times. Who do you think? I know. Let's just go aside from the golf. Give me your GOAT debate. I, like I said, LeBron's the GOAT now. MJ was the GOAT back then. I, you can't compare two different eras. You, people say LeBron's soft, but that's because the league is soft. If he grew up in an era where MJ played, maybe he wouldn't be as soft as he is now just because everyone was so much tougher. It's just – it's hard to compare two different eras. 
Now we have the Suns Bucks. Who you got? I like the Suns. I want CP3 to win his first ring. Yeah, it seems like everyone's Giannis. a CP3 fan now. Yeah, Giannis has. I I love the Bucks. I like I like Giannis. I like Brook Lopez, Drew Holiday. They they've got a lot of good players that I just I like, but. I think Giannis will win a ring eventually. CP3 is kind of on the, the tail end of his career, so I hope he gets it done. Yeah, this is probably his last hope. I mean, unless he pulls something off crazy, but this is probably his last hope. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. So, I mean, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for your time and joining Tomahawk Nation. We're all rooting for your success in the majors. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Enjoy that. Thank you, John. Yep. See ya.